0: Well, you'd like to tell you I'm preaching you something I ain't never preached before, but I've preached this to Micah, and I've preached it to Sheila and I preached it to Christy and I preached it to Sheila about five more times. I, I honestly, this is a—I'd like to write a book on this. This is something fresh this week, but it's—it's it's also just a hundred thoughts of my life put together, and. Uh, <clears throat> believe the Lord going to just help us today. Won't somebody to sit outside, help me, Lord. I just need help. I want you to help me, Lord. A metaphor is just a type of something. And if I could bar your imaginations for about two minutes before I preach, just wrote this in the middle of the night, just let you see the way I want to preach this sermon. If I could bar your imagination. Wealthy contractor with unlimited resources. Wants to build him an estate, a mansion, a home, a dream home. Wants to build something that no man has ever built before for his dream home, the house of his dreams. He don't hire another. He designs every room. He don't hire another. He he works out the plumbing, the He designs everything. Then he takes it to the next level. He don't even hire a contractor he takes his hands and he builds it and he makes it so he's the designer the architect now he's the contractor and he steps back and he looks at his dream home gonna get him a bride gonna, gonna live a life of dream everything paid for C- calls a moving company they pull up as they pull up to the door here comes 20 policemen sirens blaring waving papers, I'm sorry, sir. There was a mix-up on the deed. The house has been taken from you. It'll be put on public auction. It is no longer your house. And he stands there, he said, I designed it. I paid for every piece of it. I built it myself. What do you mean it's not my house? It's been taken from you by another, and we're sorry but you must leave the premises now. But it's mine, but you must leave now. this right in the middle of the night, feeling the presence of the Lord. He says, but you don't understand, I designed the living room to make comfort the beggar or the one of means, a place to meet, talk, and rest. My kitchen has every gadget, the finest appliances, fanciest cabinets everywhere ever made. The dining room is elegant yet comfortable, beautiful yet country. The bedroom is designed not only for rest but also intimacy. This is my dream home. You can't take it from me. It's mine. I designed it. I built it. I paid for it. We're sorry, sir. It is no longer yours. It's been taken. It belongs to another. What are you going to do? We're going to sell it to the highest bidder. It'll be bought and another will live in it. And he walks away, tears running down his face. He remembers a washroom that was designed to clean any mess. It's a mansion. He remembers living in a rented home, a home that others owned. Now he's about to move into his dream home. But now tragedy is struck and that should have been his. Now belongs to another. Another's took possession of what should have been his. Another's laid claim. Tears running down his face. He remembers the the little motel room, the trailers, the different places he lived. Now he had an opportunity to dwell in his dream home. And it's been stolen, taken from him. And I like what I feel moving in this room right now. It's the sign goes up. This property will be sold. So many dreams gone. So much love had been spent. So much care had been given. So much had been invested. Every hope, every dream. In a moment of time, an eternity of dreams are swept away. Weeping decisions had to be made. Choices had to be decided that could cost a lot. I can start all over. I can forget it. Wipe it out of my memory. Start all over and build again. But I could never have a dream home like that. That's all I've longed for. This will satisfy me. This will complete me. I want my dream home. I could redesign new plans, new blueprints, clear deeds. But I want that one. Then he, one more drive by the original home. The gate's been left open accidentally. Huge sign auction drives up the long winding driveway with no one around he slowly walks around looking at each part of his dream home that was taken from him late that night he begins to rise and count all his values that he still had with a made up mind he was determined to outbid out buy, whatever the cost auction day thousands show up they're standing everywhere the auctioneer says many lookers are here but how many come to bid only a few hands went up to bid the auctioneer says there's never has been and there'll never be another auction like this. This auction for this house to live in has come down to two bidders. It's not going to be the price of silver, gold, diamonds, or rubies. It's going to cost somebody their life. And all others walks away. And Jesus looks at me and you, his dream home. and He said, it was mine, I made it. I designed it, I created it, and it was stolen from me. I shouldn't have to buy it back. I ought to not have to go to Calvary to get it back. But whatever it costs me to live in that dream home, I'm willing to pay the price. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am, I am coming to this pulpit today with a mandate from heaven. I am coming more than just to preach a sermon. I am coming more than just to tell a story. I am coming to arrest a spirit from hell that intimidates you and I and tells us we're never good enough and we're never going to be good enough and we're never going to arrive. I've come to tell you, you are God's dream house. <laughs> I've come to tell you, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Genesis 1, the Spirit of God moved. And for the next 4,000 years, I see God moving. I see Him moving, 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 and nothing satisfies God. I see Him living in a pillar of cloud by day, and it don't satisfy God. I see Him living in a pillar of cloud by night, and it don't satisfy God. I see Him living in a rock in the wilderness, and He's following around. It was a great big rock and that rock was Christ, and it don't satisfy him I see him meet with Moses in the Mount Sinai and God lived in Sinai and Moses came to his house but Sinai didn't satisfy God he said I don't want to be up here build me a tabernacle I want to be among my people and Moses built a tabernacle and the glory of God hallelujah was in the tabernacle but God wasn't satisfied he said this is not my dream house Give adequate designs and plans to build a temple. Sin slips in. When sin slips in, the protecting cover of God slips back, and the ark is taken. And it lays in another house. And God has no place to dwell among his people. This great big Lonely God. Sleeping in a car looking for a house to live in. And I feel something moving in here right now. Quit beating yourself up. You're God's dream house. Quit telling yourself, hallelujah, I, I've been real honest with God. I've been real honest with God. I said, this, this, this really helped me. This really helped me. When Jesus, geez, somebody say Jesus. When Jesus came on the scene, he went to the temple at just a little young age, about the age of 12. He, went, he could have started a ministry then. But he said, no, I'm going to take 30 years to prepare, to let you see that it takes a lifetime to get you to where I want to take you. Quit beating yourself up. So hallelujah, hallelujah, I, I, I feel something real big in your today. I feel something real big in here today. 1984, Sheila and I was married. and We had a beautiful little mobile home, and it sat right, right 12, 15 feet in front of where our house sit. And in about 88, I went down to help my brother. My brother's working on him a house. And, and I came back, and I told Sheila, I said, let's build us a house. She said, we ain't even got $500. I said, no, but let's build us a house. So, so we, we started praying, and, 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 and we saved up money and got, got us a basement dug out. But, Danny, you've helped me so many times. My, my friend, Danny, he's, he's done work for me. We've been friends since, since the 80s. So we got our basement dug out. And Sheila said, what are we going to do now? I said, well, let's figure out how much our footer. We saved up our money. We had our footer poured. That that time, that year, they were building the food line over there. And Sheila rolled by, and she said, that's the prettiest block I've ever seen. I would like to have block like that. So I went, and they, they said they were seven architect blocks split face block they were seven dollars and fifty cents piece in, in 1988 I went over to the block yard they had 2700 left over and he said I'll deliver them in your yard and I'll set them free delivery 50 cents a piece took me about three weeks to save up thirteen hundred and fifty dollars and he delivered our our block it took me another little bit to save up enough to get them delivered Casey came from Cleveland Tennessee a young man named Casey son he came and he brought a crew and, and he he laid my block in 19 and got 89. So, so we started. We got our block laid. We still didn't have no money. We went to Texas to preach. We had a big van. I told Sheila, I said we're going to take the seats out of this full-size van. We're going to bring something back to work on our house. we got to start somewhere. So we're riding down. It's, it's a fog that morning. It's about 6 o'clock. We're, we're in South Texas, 100 miles from the border. And I look up and see John's Hardware up on top of mountain. I went up and I said, I'm from Tennessee. I'm going to build me a house. You got anything on sale? He grinned real big. He said, let me get the owner. And the owner came out and said, we're going out the window business. I think I had $75 in my pocket. I didn't even have a credit card. The owner came out he said, we're going out of the windows business. Any windows we got is, is $50 each. So I picked me out 16 windows and, and I said, I'm going to preach if God gives me $1,000 I'll come back and get them. If Save them Monday if I don't get it. I said, you just take that and God bless you and I'll, I'll build my house later. And we just grinned talked and I made me a buddy. Well, God blessed me on Monday morning. I pulled up and I, I, had, I had enough money to buy the windows and I had enough money to pay and get to the next meeting so we had 16 windows and we had a, 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 a our block laid uh thir- 30 by 40 so we get to the next window they they've been wrapping deer meat all day and, and we had we had a visitation that night so at one o'clock I wake Sheila up and I, I said babe I feel the Lord in here I said I said get up and pray with me a little bit well she got up and prayed with me at one o'clock John we got little John we hadn't found Micah yet they had their deer wrapping paper laying on the table I said let's take our 16 windows and let's design us a house to match those windows and we took that, that deer paper and we designed this little house and we drawed it out. And I think later we had to move one wall four inches. And at that time, you got to hear this, at that time it was our dream house. Hallelujah. But later came children, later came children. And when they got big and there's 12 or 14 children in the basement, we realized we need another bathroom and another bedroom. And we added on to it. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would tell God, God, this is where I'm at right now. If you'll take this thing and remodel it, I'll give it all to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you gotta understand as your relationship with God grows, God dreams for you grows, and God moves back in and starts remodeling. Hallelujah. So He can take you to the next level, to His kingdom. There is no end. I'm telling you, you're not a loser, you're not a failure, you're not a used to be or a has been. You are God's dream house. Hallelujah. He don't wanna He don't wanna dwell in a rock, He don't want to dread, dwell in some tabernacle made by the hands of A man. He don't want to dwell in some temple. He wants to live in your heart. He wants the world to see Christ and you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. He don't care what's been in that house previously. He don't care what's happened in that house previously. He don't care what's been going on. He says, if you'll let me move in, I'll clean it up. If you'll let me move in, I'll change everything. If you'll let me move in, I know how to repaint walls. I know how to patch sheetrock. I know how to change everything. I'll redesign it. I'll redesign it. I'll make it a house of my glory. Somebody give him a praise in here. I'll make it a house of my glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just really feel like pushing us today. Poor little old Christian folk, poor little old Christian folk, nothing. We're the house that God Almighty chose to live in. Hallelujah, we're the house. He could live in anything he wants. He didn't have to buy it back. Hallelujah, he could have killed everything. He could have burned everything and started all over. He said, but I don't want another house. You're my dream house. You're my dream house. Brother Andy, I got some addictions and I got some problems and I got some weaknesses. Let him move in. Let him move in. Can I say this? You ain't going to like this, but you'll have to chew on it. I've never seen a house fix a house. It's too quiet in here right now. I don't care how hard you try. There's some stuff you can't do. And this is this is going to be part two, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Some of us, way back from our childhood, we got some scars, some marks on the wall, some worn out carpets, some leaky roofs. All you got to do is say, "Fix it, Jesus! Fix 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 it, Jesus!" For one year, for one year, LeBron, for one year, I've been praying for our veterans. One year, this particular prayer. God, how can you erase some of those memories that happened in their lives to protect me? God, how? That's stuff they go home and they can't talk about. That's stuff they go home. I'm praying this. I pick up a magazine. I get in the mail. Having the TV ministry, we get a lot lot of mail from different people. I pick up this magazine. I read this one page. This is what it said. Daddy's in and out of church, hypocrite. Mommy in and out of church, hypocrite. I didn't believe that they was a God or not. Became a man of wealth. made over 100 million a year, the story said. Didn't know if they was a God or not, but something brought me back to church. Didn't get saved, but I came back to church for a while. Something got to dealing with me. I asked the pastor to come and speak at my work among my work people. Something got a hold of my heart. I didn't go to a preacher. I went to God. I said, God, if you're real, can you heal me? He said, every night of my life, I was tormented by what happened in foxholes and out there, what happened to my friends and my buddies and things that I had done, tormented every day. He said, in a two-day time, the Spirit of God come in like I was laying on the operating table. And I feel it in this room right now. This is for some people with some bad marriages, raped, abused in your childhood. You've got to hear me right now. I've looked for this answer. He said, for two days, the Lord was cutting and healing me. And he said, that third night, he said, he said here was the difference. He said, it was like laying in that foxhole. He said, it wouldn't that it didn't happen. He said, it did happen. God, don't undo stuff. It did happen. He said, but it's like laying in that foxhole and hearing the shots or watching it on CNN news he said something disconnected me and he said it would not even like I was there he said it didn't undo it It didn't change it. It was still there. I knew it was there. He said, but in my spirit, it's like I watched it and I never experienced it. And I'm about to shout. Hallelujah. And they men and women of God, the soldiers that's in this room that's watching right now, that only God and the enemy knows how some of that's tormented you. Hallelujah. But God's about to remodel this house. I said, there's an almighty God about to remodel this house You're not gonna need nerve pills, and you're not gonna need Prozac, and you're not gonna need to lay and cry yourself to sleep. You're gonna rest again in the arms of God. And I wish somebody'd praise Him out loud. I wish somebody would worship. Hallelujah! I wish somebody would worship Him out loud. There's a God. There's a God that can take that stuff and heal it. I said, there's a God, but you you gotta let Him remodel it. You gotta let Him remodel it. You gotta let Him remodel it. So, for Mother's Day, I've two or three things I'll do for Sheila. One thing, I bought her some while she's at the ladies' meeting. and Oh, such a good report from the ladies' service yesterday. But while she was there, I went and got her some ferns that have hung on the porch and, and a step back and just a little country frame house that we built. Let's step back and now we're not 30 no more. So. This is our dream, not this year, not next year, not next year, but someday it's our dream. Sheila, Sheila says, Well, I don't always want to run up down them stairs and wash clothes. Will you build me a washroom on this house someday? And so I grinned, I said, Well, if you'll make a deal with me, I don't always want to get out and walk in, in the rain. If I can have me a garage on your washroom, she said, deal. So here we are, thirty years after we built, and we still want to make some changes. I wish somebody lift your hand and say, God, you've lived here a long time, but where can you take this house to? Oh, I wish somebody could hear what I'm preaching now. I wish somebody could feel what I feel in this room right now. Hallelujah. I don't I don't think it's just about helping you to quit cussing. I don't think it's just about helping you to go to church. I think he wants to remodel you the rest of your life till the world looks at you and they see him. Till the, till, the, till you walk and they see him. Hallelujah. I believe he wants to move in this house in such a way till every part of this house is for his glory. Somebody help me worship him right now. Some hallelujah. Hallelujah 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 i've never asked this church to do this but i'm begging you the next seven days hallelujah sir when you're shaving your face and daughter when you're washing your little face or brushing your teeth and you're in front of the mirror quit saying i'm not going to make it and quit saying how hard it is and how bad it is lean over in that mirror and say daughter or sir you're the house that god wants to live in hallelujah 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 I oh, somebody ought to Praise Him out loud Somebody ought to praise Him out loud Somebody ought to magnify Him out loud That means I don't want anything In this house that He don't want I don't want anything in this house That would hurt Him I don't want anything in this house That would offend Him I don't want anything in this house That would make Him go to His room I want Him to have glory in this house I want Him to be comfortable in this house Oh, somebody praise him out loud. Somebody praise him out loud. Lean over, tell somebody, I know he loves you, but I'm God's favorite house. I know he's got his hand on your life, but he lives in this house. He don't want to live in a rock. He don't want to live in a burning bush. He don't want to live in a pillar of cloud. He don't want to live in a pillar of fire. He wants to live in you. He wants to live in you. He wants to live in you. I said Jesus wants to live in you. This thing's on my mind night and day right now. So last night in the graduation, or the part last night, the final graduation just sporting But she graduated from... Southern College. They had it down there at the big Chattanooga Civic Center. It's real strange. I hadn't been in that meeting since a TV meeting 20 years ago. It's where the TV vision was birthed. It's where they had all the equipment. We went and looked at equipment, I guess, 18 years ago. So, So I'm standing there, and the dean of the college came out. And how proper and impressive she was. Her speech, her talent, and then they had—they had eight nurses graduate with a doctor degree, and the lady that spoke—I got five sermons. Five sermons. They had Claire Barton in her uniform. This week's her birthday. You know I like the Red Cross walking into the battle. They'd walk into those Civil War battlefields. They didn't care what color you wore. We, we gotta quit just loving church folk. We gotta quit just loving folk that agree with us and believe in us. He came to seek and to save. How about to shout right now? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We don't need a Pentecostal nurse team. We don't need a Baptist nurse team or Church of God or Assembly of God nurse team. We need We need a Christian nurse team that'll walk into anybody's life and pick them up wherever they are. I don't care what color your uniform is. Hallelujah, can I stop the blood? Can I tell you, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I'm sitting there and proud of my little hand and Mike and Jesse there beside me, grinning so proud. Jesse, I'm so proud of you. Could be more proud of you. Would you give Jesse a hand clap? This daughter does so much to lighten my load. So, because of your labor, I'm reached so much, Father. God bless you. But I'm thinking about all this, and so so the lady that speaks and and and, and she's talking about Clara Barton and, and the heart of nursing, the caring, the compassion, and. And I got a got a sermon. I got to preach at a minister's. God's got to open a door to go to a minister's conference. She got to talking about when when the the helpers hurt. When Jesus is so tired, he has to get to the back of the ship. And sometimes as leaders, we don't want nobody to know we hurt. And when nobody knows we hurt, we don't have nobody to pray for us. But you need to understand there's only one Jesus. And all the rest of us need a lot of help. Would anybody in the building be honest say, I just need a lot of help. I, I, I need a lot of help. I, I need a lot of help. I need a lot of help. Hallelujah. This old house needs a lot of remodeling. This old house needs a lot of fixing up. God's going to dwell in here. This old house, hallelujah. It not only needs to be remodeled, i got to keep it clean. I don't want my God living in a mess. i got to keep my conversation clean. i got to keep my, my attitude clean. i got to keep my heart clean. Oh, somebody praise him out loud. So the dean of the college spoke, and how precious, I mean, she was just precious. They brought in a, one of the top men from the Florida hospitals, number one guy. His, his, his English, his speech, his, he was just so impressive. And they all got through. And I'm sitting there thinking, I've got to find me somebody to tell him, You're God's favorite house. And, 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 and I had an opportunity. I walked within three feet of the dean. I thought everybody's fussing over her. That's not who I'm looking for. And I, got, I walked within a foot of the one that gave the main speech. And she, she was so kind. And I thought, that's not the one I'm looking for. And we're standing out there, and there came the little janitor. His name was Curtis. And nobody noticed Curtis. And I thought, that's the one I'm looking for. And I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to open a conversation. And you're so kind to me, but this is how I started. So you're kind to me, but this is how I started. I said, Curtis, you know what you are? He said, No what? I said, You're just like a pastor. He said, What do you mean? I said, you do all the work, and never get a thank you. <laughs> and and we and we both laughed. And I, I said, Curtis, I said, I said, You're the house that God wants to live in. Right. Hallelujah. 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 Would you reach over and touch somebody tell them, quit beating yourself up. You're the house that God wants to live in. He could have killed you a dozen times. He could have let your heart quit beating a dozen times. He could have let you go a hundred times. He could hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, God keeps on reaching for you, yes, God, God, yeah. and the devils at your auction block saying, "I want you God teller said, but I, I, I created you, and I bought you back in Calvary, and I know the devil's trying to mess with the deeds, but I want to move in." Hallelujah. I know the devil's trying to file foreclosure on this property and cut you off before that life's payment. But I paid for you at Calvary. But I can't move in till you let me sign the deed. I can't move in till you restore this thing at the altar. I can't move in. I can't move in till you put my name on the deed. Somebody stand to your feet and say, say, Jesus' His name's on my deed. Jesus owns this house. Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, take control of this house. Jesus, remodel everything that's unlike you. Work on everything that's unlike you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stephen, you can preach this sermon a hundred ways. Man, I'm enjoying preaching this morning. Can I tell you some of our trouble? Can I tell you some of our trouble? Can we share some secrets? The reason this house is kind of broken, that past tenant, he had no respect. Hallelujah. That past tenant didn't care about anything. He never fixed anything that was broken. He never cleaned up no messes. He never hauled out no trash. He never, he never fixed it when the termites come or the roof leaked. And so now so now a new tenant has signed the deed. And yes, I belong to him. But I've got 30 years of abuse. I've got 20 years of abuse of a tenant that lived in here that cared for nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the fact is, the fact is a house can't fix a house. He's got to let the one occupying it work on it. Hallelujah. 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 Brother when I can't fix this. That's what I'm trying to preach to you. Help me. Brother when I can't fix this. That's what I'm trying to preach to you. Brother Wynn, I can't do this no more. That's what I'm trying to preach to you. A house can't fix a house. He's got to let the tenant fix it. He's got to let the contractor fix it. He's got to let the engineer fix it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's got to let the builder fix it. Hallelujah. So you're more. You're more. Then the next drunk that's repented, you're more than that. You're a house that God bought back. Hallelujah. Oh, you, you, you can preach this thing every way. That original tenant, he didn't even want to live in me all by himself. He wanted to trade me. He traded me to this one. I thought it would be just one drink. And he had hell move in. And I thought I'd just shoplift one time. Then it took me over. And I thought I'd just lie one time. And then a bunch of them moved in. And I couldn't even tell the truth. I thought I'd just say one bad word. Now I can't even talk without cussing. He's moved in. I wish somebody would help me praise. You got to hear this. All oh, this is from heaven. But when, but when when that evil spirit has left and the house is swept and garnished. He's going to come back and see if that house is empty. And if it's empty, he's going to go get him others and he's going to bring back and move in. But if that house is occupied, hallelujah. I wish you'd stand to your feet and say, Devil, this house is occupied. Jesus lives here. I wish somebody'd say that out loud. You get out of here, devil. This house is occupied. There's no for rent sign in my yard. There is no for sale sign in my heart. yard. There is no lease to buy. Hallelujah, Jesus lives in this house. This is Jesus' favorite house. This is the house that, hallelujah, that love lives in. This is the house that mercy lives in. This is the house that righteousness lives in. This is a house that the glory of the Lord lives in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He created. He designed it. He made it. It was stolen from him in the garden. But he went to Calvary and he bought it back. He went to Calvary and he bought it back. I was purchased by the blood of Jesus. I was bought by the blood of Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Come back to the music. I'll finish preaching this later. But come and stand in these altars, everyone that would. Lift up your hands and just say, Lord, I'm tired of the devil. Intimidate me. I want to realize today you live in this house. Would you come and stand in these altars with me? I want to realize today, Jesus, you live in this house. I want to, hallelujah, stand to your feet all over this house with me. And reach for the Lord. Surely the presence of the Lord is in here in a mighty, amazing He could have killed us all. He could have burned off the earth. He could have consumed it and started all over. When Adam fell, he could have just killed him and Eve, burned it off and went on over a million miles and started all over. He said, no, no, that's my dream house. I I, I don't want to live in in an ark of covenant. I don't want to dwell between two cherubims. I, I, I want to live in your heart. I I I I, I want to. Li- I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I want to live in your heart. Hallelujah! 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 Would you help me, dear friends? Would you help me? Would you lift your little hands and would you give him liberty to remodel? Would you give him liberty to work? Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands and raise your voice in here? Would you tell him, Lord, I give you liberty? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any attitude, any character, any spirit, Lord, that's unlike you. Hallelujah. I give you liberty to move in and remodel. I give you liberty to tear out anything that's unlike you. I give you liberty to remove anything. Lift your heads and raise your voice. There's a glory falling in this house right now. Would you lift your head? Would you raise your voice all over this house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, sweet Holy Ghost. Take occupancy of this house. Move in this house, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, don't let me be condemned. Don't let me be condemned. Don't let them have to turn this house down. Oh God, don't give up on this house. Don't give up on this house. God, don't give up on this house. Remodel this house for your glory. Lift your voice and talk to him. The presence of the Lord is in this house. Raise your voice and talk to him. Feel the brush of angels' <laughs> wings. I see glory. No <imitation>